Hello everyone and welcome to Reddit News Daily. Today we will be discussing the subreddit per revenge in which people get revenge on their boss, co-worker, uh, ex-friend, ex-girlfriend, basically anybody that deserves the revenge. So our first topic today is titled Co-worker tried to get me fired over breast implants, so I repaired a reverse UNO card. Basically, what a reverse UNO card is, it's an UNO card that reverses when the person thinks that they're getting what they want and it backfires on them. Simply, it means it's backfiring. This was posted by Deleted. Uh, the person was deleted. Their account got deleted 11 months ago. Anyways, um... Four years ago now, when I was 24, my mom died of breast cancer, and both my grandmothers had also died of it. I saw a specialist for screening, and I found out I had some cells in one of my breasts that could have turned cancerous at any given moment. I was told I had a few options. One, I could have regular screenings every three or four months until it does develop into cancer. I was told the risk of the cells becoming cancerous was very high due to the family history, but it could also potentially never turn, so I could just be getting these screens for no reason. Two, I could get a single mastectomy on one breast with the bad cells, but they need to keep an eye on the other one, so I still need regular checkups for the other breast. Three, I could get a bilateral mastectomy, remove all my breast tissue, basically eliminating the risk. So I went for the bilateral mastectomy. It admittedly was the most distracted option, but after seeing what cancer did to my mom and grandmothers, I didn't want to risk it. I was warned about the scarring, but it should be fairly minor. It wasn't, and I was left with two huge pink jagged scars on either side of my chest, each about an inch long and about a half inch wide, and it caused me to go into a severe depression where I got to the stage of me not even leaving my flat because I didn't want people to look at me, throwing out my mirrors and getting physically sick of looking at myself. I went to a therapist to suggest the plastic surgery. The therapist said they never normally do that, but it was clearly something I was struggling with and it might never get over it, and the therapist could see why I was struggling with it, although I meant that the therapist did send me to ask about scar reduction, the plastic surgeon suggested a cream or laser or implants. The cream didn't work, and for the laser, it was both expensive and risky, so I went with the implants. My natural boobs were an F cup, so I went slightly smaller with a double D. Since then, my mental health has improved, and I feel a lot better about the way I look. My confidence has gone up, as has my self-esteem. I know I shouldn't put so much into my appearance, but I wasn't exaggerating about these scars. Huge, bright pink, jagged, rays, just really awful to look at, and I hated seeing myself. And they now nicely hidden away that you could barely feel them. In present day, I'm 28 years old, and I'm working in an office. I'm doing a lot better than I was. My coworker Jill, found out I had had a boob job, but not about the cancer thing. When myself and my friend from years before the mastectomy were planning a holiday, and she made a joke about me going on a plane with my implants, and Jill overheard. 
By the end of the day, the entire office knew I had a boob job, but not why, and half a dozen people confirmed Jill had told them. Over the next few months, Jill made many jokes and comments about my chest and co-workers to when I was in earshot at one point say, I had more plastic than Barbie and called me fake in two ways. I didn't hear this one myself, but a friend in the office told me that Jill had one referred to me as a sack of silicone. I don't know what her problem was, but at one point she mentioned the NHS, so I assumed Jill thought that I had gotten my tits done for free on taxpayer money. I got the mastectomy on NHS, but gone private for therapy and implants. I asked her more than to stop more than once, but unfortunately, the places I talked to her were places like the lift and the women's bathroom, where there weren't any cameras. And Jill just kept making comments, no matter how after I asked her not to. I wouldn't say it was every single day, but I heard at least three comments per week for three months. I hit my breaking point when me, Jill, and a few other coworkers were having lunch. I referred, I referred to something as being shallow and just said, You would know about being shallow while gesturing to my chest. I snapped. I said, Do you know why I have these? A few years ago, the doctors found potentially cancerous cells in my breast tissue. I was advised to get a mastectomy and was left with huge ugly scars on my chest. I went to see a therapist who sent me to a cosmetic surgeon who advised me to get hemp lights to hide the scars. And I did that just so I could look at myself in the mirror without crying. So maybe the next time you want to judge someone for having cosmetic surgery, you should ask them why they had it first. And feeling like that was a mic drop moment, I picked up my food and left. For the rest of the day, I had about a third of the office come up to me and offer support, and the rest tell me that Jill was just joking around and I was being a bitch. I replied that Jill was being a bitch long before I was. Then I got an email from HR saying they wanted to talk to me the following day, and when I called for clarification, they mentioned a hostile work environment. Now, this apparently is an American term that holds little weight in England, but when it was said uh, over the phone, I knew the person who signed off on the email I had spoken to. Her name was Debbie, and she was Jill's friend in HR, so I was fairly confident who had on who had reported me. I realized that this if this information being sent to HR, I needed as much ammunition as possible, so I went about collecting my information. As Debbie had dealt with me so far, it was safe to assume she would be the person reviewing the complaint with me. And if that was true, I was fucked. However, I vaguely remember a section on complaints that was in my contract when I first signed with the company. I flicked through the contract, and there was a part in the complaint section that basically said I was contractually allowed to request a change or reviewer if I felt my allocator reviewer was biased. It was called an impartial overseer. I photocopied the page, and I highlighted that part. I then asked the people who offered the support over Facebook and said basically, HR have asked to see me. Do you have, do you any of you remember Jill insulting me to your face? Are you willing to help write and sign something saying what you heard and when?
Uh, everyone was willing to help as Jill is somewhat fear in the office due to her befriending HR and management, but about 20 people were willing to help me. I guess roughly when I asked Jill to stop previously, the four asks over the last few months, some timings were easy to guess as they had been on my break or when I first tried to work and I'd wrote them all down, along with a rough time of when the lunchroom confrontation happened, and a list of names of all who was there and for the lunchroom confrontation. I got to work slightly early the next morning. I went around to everyone who messaged me, and most of them managed to give me a printed and signed letter. Some didn't manage to write one, but no big deal. The This isn't exact words, as there are 16 letters to sum up here, but the gist was, my name is uh, their name. I work with Joe, last name, and OP on this date and time, approximately. I spoke with Joe, last name, during which she referred to OP as quoted insult. I felt this was inappropriate as it directly relates to OP's appearance, and I'm willing to go on the record to further to establish that Joe, last name, has been discussing OP in the workplace in the same manner for three months now causing me discomfort and creating what I feel is a hostile work environment, signed their name. I wound up with about 16 letters, all from different people, and one of them was in the lunchroom for the conversation with Jill. Some even had bullet point lists of everything Jill had said to them about me or other people. As it turns out, Jill has issues with a lot of, a lot of people's appearance. She apparently makes comments about one co-worker's weight, and something anti-Semitic about a different co-worker, though, all of which were put in these letters. There are about 45 people in the office, so while 16 wasn't the majority, it was still a decent amount. The letters weren't hugely long, most were only a paragraph, but they had all the necessary information. I was asked to come into HR at 10 a.m. I took the letters from the co-workers, the photocopy of my page and my contract, my dates, my times, and a little folder with me. I got there, and Debbie was the one overseeing the interview. She got off her desk, ready to leave me in the room. I immediately turned to the HR, other HR worker, and currently said, that, and said, so is my meeting with you then? Debbie said, no, you're with me. I replied that this wouldn't sell with me, as my contract states I have a right to an impartial overseer. And I said this, and I took the contract page out of my folder. Debbie read it. I wouldn't let her take the paper when there was a shredder so close by, but said she could be impartial. I replied that I didn't really mean to pain, but I had it on good authority that the person on the other end of this complaint is her friend, and my contract does say I'm allowed an impartial overseer. Debbie stomped off to get a supervisor. The supervisor asked how I know I can't she can't be impartial, and I tell them that I have on good authority that Jill, who is on the other end of this complaint, is a close friend of Debbie. Yes, Debbie, if this is true, to which she can only reply, I can be impartial. Supervisor took a deep breath, asked one of the HR, other HR reps to come with him, and all four of us went to the review of the complaint. I thank them for being so accommodating. I was worried I was annoying them. Debbie took out the complaint, and all three of them went through it with me. Debbie looked homicidal the whole time the interview was happening, as she had clearly anticipated firing me, 
or at least recommended me for being fired. The interview went something like this. So it took only nearly half an hour, and they kept asking me the same question, but phrases different ways. So this is really a drastically condensed version. You said outside that you think Jill last name reported you. Why is this? Jill has an issue with me for about three months now. Why do you come to us when you realize Jill had an issue? I had no issue with her. What issue does Jill have with you? Well, four years ago, specialists identified potential as cancerous cells in my best breast tissue. I had surgery to move my breast tissue, thereby removing the cells on the wrist. After the surgery, I was left with huge scars on my chest. I went to a therapist for low self-esteem and depression. The therapist suggested a plastic surgeon who suggested breast implants to cover my scars. All this is in my medical history, which you have a copy of in my file and my full permission to review. Jill found out about my breast implants but didn't know about the cancer. Jill had a problem with my breast implants and decided to communicate this problem to our coworkers. Why did you feel this is true? Well, here are 16 science statements, all from different co-workers, all testifying that Jill told the entire office I had breast implants on the day she found out and has since made comments about these implants frequently. They have quotes of what Jill said to them about it in rough dates and times. Rough dates and times? No one knew this would be escalated to such a sense that no one really took notes as to when it, to when it happened. What events or events do you think directly led to this claim of harassment? For me, the harassment began when Jill told everyone about my breast implants without my consent. But as the complaint placed against me, it would probably be what happened about uh, a certain time yesterday in the lunchroom. Jill made a comment about me being very shallow while gesturing to my breasts. And I replied by giving her an abridged version of my relevant medical history and ending with a comment about the importance of getting the full story. There are cameras in the lunchroom, so I'm sure you'll be able to find that conversation. I'll admit I could have handled the situation better, but after three months, I felt I had to put my foot down. Here are a list of names of people who were also present. There were six people at the table, including myself and Jill. One of these people is also in the letters and has written their account of the conversation and signed it. Had you had a conversation with Jill prior to this regarding her comments about you? Oh, several. Spaced out over the last three months. Each time I communicated to her that I felt uncomfortable and upset with these comments she was making and would appreciate it if she were to stop. To your knowledge, was Jill made aware of your former cancer at any point this time? No, it wasn't mentioned in the conversation with my friend. She overheard, and I didn't tell her because, frankly, it's none of her business, and I did not feel the need to detail my medical history to a co-worker and to avoid further sexual harassment. Supervisor stands up and says, Well, I think we're done here. He shakes my hand and sends me back to my desk, saying that I'd hear from them after he viewed the evidence, letters, CCTV, medical history, and anything they already had and made a decision on the case. I got back to my desk, pulled up my CV, and prepared to start the job search again. 
About an hour goes by, then the person who wrote the letter was in their lunchroom. Conversation gets called back to the meeting with HR. They come back about 10 minutes, 10 ish minutes later. The other people who were also there in the lunchroom conversation got called one by one, except Jill. All are gone for about 10 minutes and come back. Find a co worker and says that HR wants to see him. Then the people who wrote the letters but weren't there yesterday are also called one by one, and each are gone for about 10 minutes, some longer, some shorter. By about 3.30, it looks like everyone who wrote a letter or was in the lunchroom had been interviewed. Then finally, Jill gets called in. She's gone for 30 minutes and comes back fuming. She glares at me while at work, but I ignore her. 4.30-ish, Jill gets called back into HR. 5 p.m. rolls around. Everyone is either leaving or getting ready to leave when Jill storms back into the office. She glares at me the whole time she packs up her desk, and she then starts telling anyone who will listen that I got her fired before shoving her way onto the lift. An email comes from HR. My case is closed. Congratulations, OP. I wish I knew your name other than deleted. But, yeah, she really, Jill, last name, whatever, should not have gone around and and said things like that. Most likely it was because she was jealous. Um, maybe she was flat as a wall or, you know, or she was probably just a bully, you know. There's no telling, you know, what goes on in other people's heads and how they react to when they hear news of fake breast implants. Um, small story. I have a friend, um, and you know, she didn't develop breasts, you know, very big, and she got implants. Now, I'm not talking massive implants, but she got implants because her self-esteem was low, um, you know, a lot of people made fun of her, things like that. But when she got these implants, you know, all these people that made fun of her, uh, she could turn. She turned around and said, "Well, where were you when? Where, why weren't you this nice when I didn't have implants? Why are you being nice to me now? You think you're going to put your hands on these? I don't think so." And boy, did it backfire for those lots. Um, anyways, OP, congratulations on your pro revenge. Um, by far, this is the best pro revenge story I've read. All right, everyone, thank you. This has been Reddit News Daily. We're discussing pro revenge. Um, hope you all have a good day wherever you are. And if you can, please share this with somebody, your friend, or anything, because I post content daily.